Hey guys, it's Seth. Have you ever noticed how some of the best stories, I should say some of the greatest stories, are often filled with a lot of darkness? But interestingly enough, it's that, it's that darkness that gives meaning to the great stories. And with that in mind, I'm actually going to tell you one of the greatest stories I've ever heard from an interview with Sean Astin. If you're struggling to move forward in life, this podcast is for you. I'm Seth Adam Smith, and this is Forward. So a couple of years ago, I had the unique opportunity to actually sit down and have a one-on-one -on -one interview with Sean Astin. Now, Sean Astin is the, um, the famous actor um, of, of Lord of the Rings, you know, Samwise Gamgee. I think that's probably the most internationally recognizable role that he's done. Uh, but for me, personally, uh, I remember him as, as Mikey from the Goonies. Um, that was really where <laughs> where I recognized him, you know. It wasn't Samwise Gamgee uh, going to Mordor. It was Mikey from the Goonies and I, I knew I knew he would do it because it's our time. It's it's our time, right? <laughs> um, Goonies never say die. Yeah. So anyway it was it was this really wonderful, unique opportunity and I have to say that Sean Astin, um, you know, I've I've worked with a number of celebrities, um, and it, it seems like the majority of celebrities have have uh, an ego that far exceeds their celebrity. Um, Sean Astin is not one of those people. He he was actually um, incredibly generous and sincere. I mean, just to give you a little bit of context, he he actually flew out to participate in in this event we were hosting. Um, he flew out. Um, during a time that there were really intense wildfires in California and his family had to evacuate their home uh, just a week or so before. Um, and he still, you know, because he made a commitment, he still came out uh, to support us and to support his nonprofit, um, the, the Run Third Foundation. You know, so Sean Aston, I was actually just, just from the get-go, I was very impressed with him. Um, very kind, very very warm, uh, very talkative. Uh, he will he will actually admit that himself that he he can uh, get into a tangent and go for quite a while. Um, but he even poked fun of himself during the interviews, so I'm not out of line in in, in saying that. But um, uh, the interview itself was really delightful. He's just a, just an open heart. He just discussed um, a lot of topics with him, and particularly we we talked about his. His nonprofit, um, which is which is Run Third, um, and I'll link to that uh, organization in in the description or in the notes of this episode, so that you can learn more about them. But towards the end of the interview, um, you know, I, I was thinking about the the context of everything. Um, I was thinking about um, the organization that I, I work for, Anasazi Foundation, which is a wilderness therapy program. Um, and I was thinking, well, this would be actually a great time if on camera I could get him to read that famous speech from uh, The Two Towers, the one that Samwise Gamgee makes at the end of the movie um, about, you know, moving forward. 
you know, and, and I hadn't even said that to him. I just, I just said, you know, Hey, I, I have something I'd love for you to read, you know, quote, and, and, and he, you know, he smiled kind of knowingly and he said, Oh, I, I think I know what this is, you know, and, uh, it's a very popular speech and, and he's, he's requested a lot to do it. Um, but the story about how that monologue actually came about is really, really amazing. And, inspiring um, when you think about it. And so I'm going to share that that portion of the interview with you. And then after that segment of, of the interview, I'm actually going to share with you the, the clip of him reading it at our, at our gala, at the Anasazi Foundation Gala, where he reads it out loud. And, and, and you can just, you, you feel the audience, right? They just light up um, because of what those words mean uh, and what those words have meant to so many, right? How powerful and how inspiring they are. And I hope that the story he shares about that speech, um, I hope it helps inspire you on, on the journey of your own story, right? Because, you know, we talk about the greatest story or the great stories. Um, in the end, we're all just stories. Um, you know, you've been in a lot of movies and a lot of roles, and a lot of those roles are, are just about these really inspirational characters and inspirational stories. And the, the stories of those characters are really, you motivate people to move forward, you know, the, the really iconic roles that you've played. And so the, the, the question is, you know, what is it about a good story you think that inspires people? Um, I, think, I think people have an instinct for what they're capable of. And I think stories allow you to have an emotional experience of that. You know, I think you, I think you, they can take you on a journey, um, show you things you haven't shown. Really, it's really about emotions. It's about tapping into emotions. So when certain ideas, sounds, kind of work together in a certain way, uh, it can it can stir feelings in you, and I think stories we we see ourselves in the in the the, the characters that we you know enjoy in those in in, in all stories. Yeah. It just depends. I mean, I think a lot of times people. Um, I, I'm trying to think of Lord of the Rings in particular with what it is that I know speaks to people, and there there's a lot. Um, you know, Tolkien was writing during the Industrial Revolution, or writing about the Industrial Revolution, and the the negative impact that it was having, not just on uh, the environment, but on, on the people of the time. So he writes these characters of the Ents, these trees that come to life to defend themselves against the, the mechanized world, the, the smoke-belching world. And uh, so I think it also, um, most of the great journeys, there's, there's something worth protecting, there's something worth saving. In Lord of the Rings, it's the Shire, you know, there's, there's a place of innocence uh, inside all of us, and the idea that it's being threatened um, by who knows what, anything in our contemporary lives, but you, you go into a movie theater, you, you turn on your television, and you, you just experience this, where you're introduced to a world that is pleasing to you, and then you watch it 
be threatened. And it animates in you this feeling of wanting to defend that place. So you, you're there with the characters. As the char characters are experiencing all the, the drama, you, uh, and, and I think it makes us feel more alive. I think it makes us feel awake when you, when something, you know, when there's a, a film, a communication like that, a story like that, you know. I have one last question, yeah. and then I'll, I'll ask you to read this, uh, even though you, you, you knew it was a spoiler, right? You knew what it was. I usually say, you, what you should do is I should say, I should read it to the audience. I don't have a clear, I mean, it's like in the great tales, Mr. Ford, the ones that really matter. Folk in those stories had lots of chances to turn them back, only they didn't. They kept going because they were. This was not in the original movie. 9-11 happened. It was not in the original movie. Not the original script or the movie. It was, it was meaning when they, they were finished editing it, and 9-11 happened. And they went back. They were in New Zealand making these movies and they went back into the thing and they found these words and they they dropped it into the movie because they thought that it spoke to the feeling that people were having around the world at that time. Ready? I have a speech here from the two towers. When the when the two towers came out, or actually right before the Lord of the Rings came out, the first one, the Fellowship, 9/11 um, happened, and it was just so. It was uh, the movie came out in December, a couple months later, and it was just unbelievable that at this moment when all of Earth was like just recoiling from the idea of people doing evil at each other on this scale, uh, and people sort of weren't used to experiencing that. And uh, the, what they did, the filmmakers went back because they were finishing the Two Towers, the second movie, and they went back and they they re, we reshot it or we shot an additional scene, and they wanted to find language in the Tolkien uh, universe that spoke to that issue, uh, and and so this is what they wrote. It's like the great stories, Mr. Frodo. Can't, can't drop this mic. <laughs> sort of a thing. It's like in the great stories, Mr. Frodo. The ones that really mattered. Full of darkness and danger they were. And sometimes you didn't want to know the end. Because how could the end be happy? How could the world go back to the way it was when so much bad had happened? But in the end, it's only a passing thing, this shadow. Even darkness must pass. A new day will come. And when the sun shines, it will shine out the clearer. Folk in those stories had lots of chances of turning back, only they didn't. They kept going. Because they were holding on to something. What are we holding on to, Sam? <laughs> That there's some good in this world, Mr. Frodo, and it's worth fighting for. Hey, thanks so much for watching this episode of Forward. I'd also like to thank Anasazi Foundation for allowing me to use footage and audio from their event with Sean Astin. Now, if you like this episode, please give it a five-star review and subscribe, and share this episode with your friends and family. 
and keep moving forward. Because, as someone famous once put it, there's some good in this world, and it's worth fighting for. I think it was Mikey from the Goonies who said that. And that sounds about right.